What up? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host with the most AD Walker. So listen, I appreciate you guys being here rocking with us. Give that one of the mornings that things just oh, technology. Gosh, driving me bananas. Um, thank you. Blessings, Lisa. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Make sure you are following, sharing, tagging, all that, and then some. As as we, as the Brothers of Legacy, grow and connect and build with other brothers, um, be sure to just hang out. Watch the journey. As we talk about today, segue the journey into manhood. Uh, we're going to get into some of our uh, personal journeys and things that we've learned, things that have helped us to grow, to become uh, some of the men that we are today um, in a better place. Um, you know, we say we may say personally that we're better men than we were prior to based on decisions, reactions, and how we handle life um, and, and measured by ourselves and those that are around us as well. Um, so we're going to dig into that. All right. So today is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Um, thank you for being a part. Thank you for being here. Uh, know that uh, things are, are going to get better. You just got to hold on. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to say that. <laughs> so what was listening to this? Uh, make sure you are. Thank you for my podcast, people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rating and reviewing. And if you're in YouTube, I never say this, but make sure you subscribe. Hit the like button. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So we're going to dig into it. So without further ado, all right, this will be the last day we get this intro. I'm going to change it up. Um, you know, YouTube doesn't like it, but it's it's not bad. But, you know, do what you got to do. All right. We'll be right back. Make sure you share. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gon' change gon' I want to welcome you to the Brothers of Legacy broadcast, where we are changing our community one conversation at a time, every day. We are creating a legacy. A co-op has to start with ownership. We have a mindset of either I want to make a lot of money or survive. Make a bunch of money or I got to figure out how to survive. When you have a real bond, when everyone has, you know, we come in with real expectations. Mm-hmm. It's because this is uh, we talk. This is covenant. My whole the whole point is this: that we as a people, with our money and time, aren't often. I'm not making this general. Making this general responsible. Often vested in the. Legacy. There's power in your name. All right. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, Keita. What up, Kenny? Good morning, sir. Good morning, my brother. How is it? It's good. All is well. All is well. Um, like I said, today we are discussing the journey into manhood um, and kind of like more or less going from, you know, a space of like 
where we were making a lot of a lot more knuckleheaded decisions. <laughs> Not saying we don't make any more bad decisions. <laughs> we just we just contemplate a little more <laughs> before we take action. <laughs> we yeah. consider we consider the uh, the repercussions <laughs> a little more than you know we did when we were younger. Hey, good morning, Kathy. Hey, good morning, Rollins. Oh, we consider, you know, what's what's the consequence of reacting a specific way, you know, because when people say certain things, triggers happen, and then you know, before you just react, whereas before you're like, you know what, this ain't worth it. This this ain't worth it. You know, as much as I want to just knock you right in the head, I know what happens after this. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. I'm, I'm going to walk away so that I can keep the life that I got <laughs> without without disturbing it, you know. Um, so it's those moments that, that we realize that, you know, you've matured, you've grown up, you know, like, whew, 15 years ago, though. <laughs> yeah. <years ago. laughs> My yeah. response would have been different. Or even in even in work situations where... Um, let me get past in there. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Morning. Morning. Um, morning. Morning, sir. So, you know, even in, in work situations, people say certain things like, I know exactly what you meant, but I'm not going to respond the way you expected me to respond. You know, yeah. like, I'm not going to throw away this opportunity because of your foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I won't say I got you in the back of my head, so... <laughs> Understand. Understand. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> this leverage I got, hey, you know, uh, I won't be petty because of the Jesus in me. But oh, <laughs> no, that that well, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hey, I've no, had man. many moments, man. Right, many moments. Uh, but uh, hey, I'm gonna keep them from when you call for it. Go ahead, <laughs> don't, let, don't let me stop you, bro. <laughs> so today, I guess I want to kind of get <clears throat> into some of our specifics. Um, you know, I've always, I've always had this idea, just of having like a, a talk show where you talk to those that have been through, and and pretty much every, probably every man, everybody has those moments where they were at one space, and then they figured out how they need to do something different. Um, you know, like I keep, you know, I, there's a cycle, and some folks have been in a cycle a real long time. They get to like fifty sometimes, and like what am I doing? <laughs> like I keep ending up in the same space like, and really doing a, a true self-evaluation. Okay. It's like, I'm here. And then I always end up back here. Like, What's the connection? You know, sometimes it's the people you're around. It's like, you're doing good. And then you go out with the wrong people all the time and they hype you up <laughs> and you end up doing something idiotic. Like, how do I keep it's Ah, keep hanging out with John. <laughs> We keep ending up at that club and I'm end up in jail. You know, like I keep this cycle. Like I'm always answering the phone and then I find myself in the wrong space. Okay. All right. Cut down on talking to John. <laughs> you know, like, and, and like I said, Pat, we don't talk about cutting off, but it's just like, you know, cause they, cause sometimes it's the cousin and the brother. Cause you know, those are the ones that their family, you can't, you can't abandon them, <laughs> you know, but they keep getting you in mess, you know, my life is never going to move forward if I keep making decisions based on this dude, <laughs> you know, like following or we walking this thing out, you know, 
Because, you know, we know those folks that are just always in some situation. You just like, why do I keep getting myself into that? They get me hyped up, you know, and you find out they caused the issue and got something. And now they're trying to respond. And you responded with them like, this, this is not my fight. <laughs> this is not my fight. This ain't my situation. Like, you know, I'm trying to build something and I can't, you know. So what I want to talk about, just, you know, like your kind of your knuckleheadedness, like what was the pivot that really shifted your thinking? Like what was some of the situations you found yourself in over and over again and that really shifted your situation? What was it that helped you kind of get to at least where you're at now, where you're like on on a solid, a more solid foundation? You know, this ain't like the end of our story, but at least we're, we're building from a, a better place, you know, a solid foundation where you have more control. Because <laughs> that it seems like that's when your life is just chaotic. Like things just keep happening because, you know, you, you put stuff out there, you've hung around the wrong people. It's just things, your life just seems so chaotic. Um, but now it's like in this space where at least you have, you can see better, you have more control, you know, these are the triggers, like, you know, you know, phone calls that you like, how to respond because you know the people like i got you i'm responding you know like some folks in a situation like they're never in stuff i'm on the way you know like they're, they're not about foolishness so they this is something that came to them you know but you know folks that man you always bringing it to you <laughs> you always in the situation so um i just i just kind of setting a, a foundation for that as far as um where we can speak from um so if you want to share like some of the decisions you made that kept like kept you in a cycle of you know getting it then losing it getting it then losing it um or a cycle of you know like i just i'm I'm having the good times moment like it seemed like the opportunity's there (laughs) but i keep making the same dumb decision and i miss it you know like those situations um either one can even if you want to jump in um what kind of helped you pivot Oh man, um, well, <laughs> you put so you put so much into that just, uh, intro I'm right to, there. Yeah, I'm trying to give you a lot, a lot to work with. You tell me where you want to work with. You know, the cyclic decisions. Uh, you, know, you may not want to share those, or the 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 people uh, you like you kept uh, connecting yourself with. I don't know. Uh, well, my my childhood kind of catered to. My um, vision of where I wanted to be, okay. you know what I'm saying. So, right, I like I didn't have all those role models that I wish I had. Now, now that I'm almost fifty, okay. you know what I'm saying, trying to be a role model to my kids. Right, um, I didn't have that. So, you know, being that my mama was a crackhead, my daddy was a crackhead, then my mama. Was Manic, well, was manic depressive back then. Now it's bipolar. Right. So, you know, and then she was a single parent. I'm living with her. And then we ain't got a pot to piss in or wanted to throw it out of. So Classic. it's like you got all these kind of factors going in. Right. So I kind of like raised myself, man. But but my mama always kept a roof over my head. Okay. So and I ain't had no brothers and sisters. So I was always about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. hey. If I don't love nobody else, I love me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm gonna make sure I'm good. You know what I mean? So, oh, I I guess that that kind of and uh, my wife she always tell me about that. I think like I'm a thinker and I do this. I say, nah, I I can't say that I'm not a thinker. I just been in survival mode since. Mm. Okay. I don't, you know, since I can comprehend, you know what I mean. So, like, if 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 I'm if I was to fall down. I knew that it wasn't nothing I could grab onto and wasn't nobody going to help me up. You feel me? Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, hey, make sure you don't fall down. <laughs> right. So, you know, um, I guess, man, I guess my pivot from from the knucklehead stuff, uh, I would probably say was I might have been 30. Okay. Like, it took me a minute. Like, I was like just I just had it in me, you know what right. I'm saying? I couldn't I couldn't shake it. Right. So I guess I was thirty when I got it out of it, man. And I was in uh I think I was in Detroit. Yeah, I was in Detroit, Michigan. And uh my my ex wife, she was all in my ear about coming back home, this that and third, blah blah blah, why you up there, why you up there? And I'm like, Yeah, I'll be back, such, 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 such. And uh so I came back and, and we got into it. And um, and that was uh kind of like, do I really want to be in this type of position right. with this with this woman who is giving me all this negative energy and negative vibe and this that, and the third? And like, I, I don't want to be like this for the next fifty years. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. I I want to be happy every day I wake up, and I want to be just as happy every day I go to sleep. And she is not making that easy. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Right. So I think that was probably when when I got divorced from her, um I think that was probably pretty much my turning point towards just being focused on civility. You know what I'm saying? Cause okay. when I was with her. I was still dip, dibbling and dabbling in stupidity, right. even though, right. even though she was, and I tell my wife, my wife get mad at me all the time when I say this. Uh oh, I'm gonna say it anyway. Go ahead, say it. I said my first wife made me the best man for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I wouldn't have been with my first wife, right. you would not have a man before you today. You know what I'm saying? Like. When it comes to credit and and, and making sure your name was good and right, right, and right. you know just like oh like you think I would be in this position yeah you would have did this on your own blah 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 I said yeah but she was the one that kind of like introduced me to uh, okay. being civil you know what I'm saying okay okay voting you know like I I had never voted till we got with her, got with her I I wasn't tripping about credit. I just always paid my bills, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. but she was like, "This is what you're trying to strive for." She gave me right. goals, and but God. at the same time, she was—I was about to curse. At the same time, she was crazy. Okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, I got you. I got you. She was good for me, right. but she wasn't good to me. You feel me? Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think that's what um uh, that's what changed me, man. Um. Because once once I left her, it was like, 
okay, I'm gonna focus on getting everything right. And that's when that's when the little explosion went off on trying to make sure that I leave something for the kids and this, that, and third. You know, that's almost twenty years ago. You know what I mean? So I've been I've been trying to make moves and stay positive and be around better people and um, shield off the negativity and and that's why I like hanging out with you guys because <laughs> <laughs> y'all make me better. You just know what I'm saying? So because uh, my, my other cats was just you know it was like uh, like leeches. So but anyway, that's my little piece. I ain't gonna so, take it off. So when you say okay, so with your situation, right? Um, what's up? Of course, you know it takes two in a relationship. Um, you just basically like oil and water. You guys just didn't kind of mix, you know, because um, she may do something and then you respond and maybe not the most healthiest way in the relationship, you know. So it just kind of, though you were making some strides, um, it just wasn't, like you said, good to you. Like it wasn't helpful, you know, going forward. Like this is just, it's it's good on a financial tip. Like she she taught you the financial spot, but just relationally, it just wasn't good for your life in a sense. Basically, because you guys... Uh, well, I, I always had, I always had the finances. That wasn't the issue. Right. It was just organizing the finance in order to make them multiply. You gotcha. feel me? Like giving you instead of just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I was, well, I ain't gonna say never broke, <laughs> but I ain't gonna, I, I, I'm gonna say that I couldn't fall down. Okay. You feel me? In order for me not to fall down, I had to have some bread. And I made sure that I had a cushion to fall on. So right. that right. that's make a long story short. But uh, now, nah, as far as her being good to me, that's what that's what the was the kicker. Right. Like, I mean, I I I, I just couldn't just to give you an example of petty. <laughs> you 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 come in the house nah, I'm at home, but you come in the house and you decide that um uh you are upset. That I have not opened the blinds. Why are you in here sitting in the dark? I'm like, um, because I'm in here by myself sitting in the dark. I don't think that needs an explanation. Gotcha. Why you ain't put your cup in the sink? Gotcha. Just picking. Just uh, um, <laughs> it's in the kitchen. I mean, it's not. It's <laughs> it, it could be on the floor in the living room, but it, the cup is in the kitchen. You, you, you feel me? Why your shoes ain't in the closet? <laughs> they right by the bed. Now, they <laughs> are in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Like it was just a little stuff like that, man. I mean, it was some some petty right. all the time, which always escalated. You know how you start an argument uh-huh. because of a specific topic, mm-hmm. but now we arguing. About to argue, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like we then went from arguing about uh, of the shoes to right, right. you always doing this. You always like what? What oh, shoe call? Always. What in happened there. to shoe argument? <laughs> wow, we didn't went to arguing about the argument. Right. What happened? Right, right. So right. I, I just wasn't with that, man. I got you. I got you. All right, all right. So, Pastor, what were some of the the pinnacle like? Pivot moments in your life um, that that help uh, lower the knuckleheaded decisions, or like at least get you into a better foundation or better better space to to kind of see where you're at and get control of your schedule and your life. 
But I think homelessness will do it to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I could imagine. I was never <clears throat> like you know. You, you, there, there's there's multiple chapters or sections to this, right? You think about right. yeah. You know, when I was a teenager, I learned, you know, certain folks you don't want to hang out with because they're breaking into people's houses. Right. Right. And right. I'm allergic to jail. So <laughs> I'm just not going to hang out with those cats. Right. right. You know, right. Um, gang banging. You know, mm. it's one thing to get in a fist fight right. with some folks. We tussle and do all of that. But it's another thing the first time somebody pulls out a 357. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Now we talk <laughs> about life and death instead of a black eye. Right. So right. I got to go find me some business, you know. Um, so I mean, it's little things like that. I learned, you know, I, I had one of my, my, uh, my friends tell me about 20, 25 years ago, he said, man, he said, B one thing I, I learned about you er real early, man. He said, you always knew when to go home, mm. you know? So I learned early to go home, right. but there are things that like, like I'm still overcoming knuckleheadedness today. Right. Right. That's why I say there's sections, there's, yeah. there's, there's levels to it. You know, Definitely. Uh, Definitely. it's no longer the stuff that makes or breaks your life, but right. it can have an impact on your day or on a moment. Right. 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 Uh, Cause I'm still a knucklehead. I'm still pivoting now. Yeah. So that that's how I look at it, man. I, you know, I, being homeless, I'm like, man, I don't want to be homeless. I don't want to feel like that again. Right. You know, losing a house, like, man, I got to do better with my finances. I got to make sure that I never get myself into a position where, you know, I can't pay my mortgage. Right. You know, right. Uh, right. it's it's things like that. You realize, ooh, wow, these investments were not smart. Right. How I'm managing is not working long term for me. Right. You know, and right. and and when it comes to relationship and family, you know, a pivot is seeing the pain on your family's face when you haven't acted right. 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 right? And and vowing, you know, I never want to have to see that kind of pain in my family again. I don't want to be responsible for that kind of pain. Those are moments of pivoting that cause you to change your behavior and things like that. You know, I tell people all the time. You know, some folks can can go to church and, and love the Lord and, and live clean lives. You know, like I got to preach the gospel. Right. Right. It, right. it for me, I, I need to be in my word. It, I, it has to be close to me. Right. Right. It's got to yeah. be within arm's length um, because it's like like Pookie. It be calling. <laughs> you. Right. you know what I mean? Uh, right. Evil is always on the prowl. So I got to stay prayed up. And, and I'm saying it don't take this for everybody, but for me and, and my life, yeah. I'm still pivoting. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I'm not preaching the gospel and don't get me wrong, I'm sold out for Jesus. I'm sold out for Jesus because I'm trying to give him everything that I can. Right. Uh, and, and so that causes me to constantly pivot. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I like I, I tell people, yeah. There's level. It don't. It, some people say it don't take all that. Well, it does for me. Right. You know. Yeah. Definitely. That's 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 my story. So uh, the things that caused me to do that, financial ruin, uh, being responsible for for pain, right. 
on my family, right. you know, um, tough questions by your children. Daddy, why you? Well, how right. come? You know, yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, those are the things that make you pivot if you're paying attention. Yeah. Definitely. You know, some folks don't pivot because they just don't pay attention, attention to those types of things. Ooh. All right. You know? we, we're going to get into that. Like some of the advice that you can give. But um, so for myself, I'll say like, I guess, you know, getting divorced, that was like an eye opener. That just more or less like where, you know, because we have been going round and round and my life has been kind of drifting, you know, just going through the motions, going to work, just. And then, you know, when divorce happened, it's like, obviously, you're not paying attention. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, you're missing the mark on a lot of different things. So that was, to me, like a, a huge pivot, a focus moment. Um, it's kind of when I started going online and just kind of trying to figure out myself, you know, because I've never really, I've never focused on myself probably since I was a teenager. You know, like, you know, I got married at like 2022 20, and it just... I've been more focused on everything else, you know, like work and us, work and us and family and stuff like that. Um, but it was a moment that I actually had to reflect on myself, like, where are you at? You know, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing with our life? You know, <clears throat> it was that. And then losing my mother was really a big one, you know, I was, you know, because I'm still going through the, the motions, me and Sam kind of like back and forth. Just life was just happening. Um, and background noise is that is that you hear it or is that a comment um and if anybody else hears something let me know because <clears throat> i don't hear it um but it's you know that that pivot at in in losing my mother was like i should have been there or i should have been more connected you know those moments that maybe a little more time maybe you know but when when life is kind of the back and forth of you dealing with petty stuff you know you're you don't have time for other things um and I think that moment kind of really opened my eyes. Like I need to do something different. I need to begin to, to focus on growth. What can I do better? You know, how can I be better? And I think walking that out, um, those are big, those are big pivot points for myself as far as loss. Um, you know, losing my first child was, was big in understanding. And this was after though, like I messed that up because, I never communicated with Sam, you know, like she was grieving one way, I was grieving another way, you know, and, you know, she was wondering why I wasn't grieving the way she was. And I'm like, why are you not grieving the way I am? You know, like it's those moments as well that were eye-opening, that I was like, just just big pivot moments that you reflect on life and you and you think like, okay, how could I do better? And, and like you said, uh, Pastor, like that just, I guess for to use a popular term, the self-awareness of moments where you realize these things need to change. You know, yeah. I need to make better decisions in these departments <laughs> because it's not helpful. It's not helping me. It's not helping them, you know, yeah. and, and that is, um, that that's big, you know, for me, that's, and, and I wanted to have this conversation because, you know, we all go through those pivotal moments where you realize, you know, that you thought you was going the right right way or mm -hmm. you felt like this is you know this is what i'm supposed to be doing <laughs> you know like and and in my background i you know two-parent household um my dad was we were connected but we weren't like tight um and you know he taught me some things i learned from watching him obviously because mm -hmm. he was in the household just 
certain certain attitudes working consistency um you know taking care of your family doing what you got to do uh those those moments the intricacies of manhood no because we don't really have a lot of sit down discussion maybe because of generational things you know back Mm -hmm. then men didn't connect with their kids like that you you know you got you got more told stuff than you got yeah i got no time for that the conversation about it um yeah so yeah i i those you know, growing up like that, it was, you know, interesting. So we weren't. And by the time you realize, oh, I think my dad is smart. <laughs> he, he passed away. Like it was around 2001 because I was like 23. I realized, you know, my dad, he does know some things. You know, <laughs> you know, so by the time I was coming around from, you know, him getting on my nerves, you know, he was gone. So that was a rough time because I was like, I just finally having this revelation like you know yeah. he's older he's been through some stuff you know so mm-hmm. um it's it was those moments that you 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 kind of the reflection moments that you kind of make certain pivots um so my question is if you could tell someone that is in your position 30 years or 25 years prior or 20 years prior you know to some way your life was going, what would you tell them now? Or what would you tell? I get you always say your younger self, but there's always people kind of in similar <laughs> close situation that you're in. Like what advice would you give them as far as like overarching? How would you just if you had like 30 seconds to tell them, how would you do better? Like what words would help would have helped you make better decisions? Like if someone sat down, you know, said, Hey Brian, I know you don't know me but like they call your whole life out, <laughs> you know, they just straight prophesied to you just, you know, to get your attention. And then what advice would you tell them? Like what's, what, what some things you would say? Um, I learned some years ago to live in the present. Mm. Right. Right. What does that mean? It means that, Uh, Every decision that I make is critical for my present. But I learned that I'm going to have a present in five years if I'm still alive. Mm. So consider your five years from now present. Mm. The decision that you're making right now, what impact does your decision right now have on your present in five years right. is what you're doing right now going to be a blessing right. in five years or is it going to be a curse right. in five years? Because in five years, you got to deal with the vestiges of whatever you're doing right now. Man, I'm going to have to go look that word up right there. <laughs> you got me on now. I'm going to Google that as soon as we get off because I need to know what vestiges mean. Because you put it, I don't know. It sounds good the way you said it, though. The 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 residue. Yeah, the residue. What's left? That's what vestiges is. It's the impact, yeah. the consequences. Yeah. The, okay. You know, you're gonna have to deal with that, and 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 that. See, uh, what I realized is, you know, when I was going through my my struggles, all I had to do was was go back five years, and see, I was reaping. The right. impact of right. bad decisions earlier on. 
I'm not I'm not struggling today because of what I did yesterday. My struggle today is because I got it mixed up five years ago, 10 years ago. And I wasn't thinking about today. Right. Right. You understand? Yep. And and so if I'm talking to young people, I'm asking them, what does this cause you to look like in five years? Yeah. It's it's, you know, so funny you say that, like (laughs) it's it's like, Pastor, I promise you, you're gonna reap what you sow. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) this other like, hey, I promise you, you're gonna reap what you sow. (laughs) (laughs) Like same words. Different reflection because you like some people are like yeah some people are like ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh what about it me? is a tone and delivery <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 think about your future present yeah that's awesome all right Kadeem what would what would you tell yourself or someone like yourself in a situation like I said you call out you know or someone or someone spoke to you and knew your life what would you want them to tell you. Oh man, I, I know one thing. I mean, it's it's a lot, but I know I would in my young self. Yeah, I would tell my young self to be appreciative when somebody call you on your BS. When you know you BSing, <laughs> be appreciative that they somebody call you. call you on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, no. come on, now. be be real about the situation. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Drop that. All right. That's good. That's good. Um, I think for myself, it's just uh, to to go with go with that thought and go with that thought that's in your heart to do. You know, don't question what you heard. Just go with it. Um, and because so many times I've doubted, second guessed, and not done things because, and more or less, real talk, out of fear. You know, out of fear self-doubt and you know we go through the i'm not i can't do that <laughs> you know like you know you, you that ain't i can't do that you know and then you try to get either others around you or get the confirmation you know like hey i had this thought and you know you're asking the wrong folks you know or or people not even the wrong let me take that back or people that just don't have forward thinking you know and they can't really give you sound advice about certain things um so I yeah my my that would be what I tell my just go with the thought you know what's in your heart go with it you know don't worry about the the fear you know you know the the this is you you can you got it you just gotta be, kind of believe in yourself just do it just do the thing um that would be one of the main things I would tell someone that I could see myself in you know that they're wavering you know like I you see it already. Just do it. <laughs> like you see it. Just go ahead yeah, and do it. young yeah. people. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying, Ad. Um, I was. I mean, I apologize for cutting you off. You just no, made, you good. Made you me good. think about a conversation I just had with with one of my daughters, um, and you know she's had some tremendous opportunity uh, okay. fall in her in her lap, and but again, it, I don't think it falls when you got to chase opportunity, right? Um, but you know she's a little hesitant about making a certain move and and what i said is what you've learned about yourself is you can do it you know you you had the courage to make a big move in your life you had the confidence to step out you know 
Uh, and, and I said, there's always going to be risk, right. you know, um, but when you're in pursuit of better, mm-hmm. when you're in pursuit of greatness, uh, as a young person, right. I say, move by faith. You can, even if it's not right, you can afford to fix it. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Take the risk because you can afford to fix it. To fix it. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I say. I mean, you know, you, you, you're doing something like young people, you know, in your 20s, take the risk. Yeah. You know, you only live right. once because it just might work. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? um, right. Right. The older you get, the less risk you take. Right. I'm not going to speak to a to a 25 year old like I speak to a 55 year old. Mm. Right. Just ain't going to happen. Right. For sure. Uh, yeah, because, I, you know, I, you could live to be 100, but that means you already passed half the halfway point. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So I, to your point, A.D., I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Jump out there. Take the risk yeah. Yeah. because uh, is, is living healthy. You know, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Right. But if, it, right. if but if it's in the if it's in the cards for you, this could be one of the greatest moves you've ever made in your life. Yeah. You know, but let me let me throw this out there. So I, I, I mean, I get with what you're saying as far as mitigating risk and, you know, the older you get, you kind of got to weigh, you got to count the cost, count the cost even more. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of us, you know, we're, we're trailing a, a train behind us, whereas before we were just one caboose, you know, one just one engine doing our thing, you know, because now, of course, our decisions are a ripple effect into our family and to others, you know, I mean, disappearing affects a lot, you know, like, so, but what I would say, um, still, like, don't be afraid to, to make a move, you know, yeah. even, even at, at, at 50, like, don't be afraid to, I like, I'm, and cause it's, it's worse because, I've never done anything like this. You know, I'm 50. I've never made, you know, especially if I've either been working the same job or same industry, the same thing. Cause you know, I <laughs> mean, you passed talked about that daggone aggravating of change. Like it's not just making a move. It's not, I got to change things. I got to do things differently. You know, sometimes it's, it's moving into an uncomfortable space, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times with it, what's the word we always say you, um, it's delayed, but it's not denied. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's, it's denied because you're not willing to move into that uncomfortable space that's been sitting and waiting for you to get into. Um, so if anybody's you listening, don't like, that, like, you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all I like in. that. Oh, but yeah, I mean, to your point. Yeah, it's you know, it's always worth stepping out on faith is always the right thing. Yeah. We, we walk by faith and not by sight. Right. Right, right. Uh, I think what I what I meant is because to me it's not that someone in the fifties shouldn't take right. risk or shouldn't take a chance. Right. I'm just saying the conversation is different, right. you know, right. at that yeah. age than it is yeah. at at right. 25. Right, but that yeah. doesn't mean not to do it because right. it could still be the best decision of your life. Definitely. I'm just saying that the, how you approach it is going to yeah. be different. It's different. You're right. Yeah, no yeah. No That's doubt. what I mean. No doubt. Like, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, drop everything and try to be an actor at 50 might be rough. You can't really sleep in the bathroom like you would at 20. <laughs> like, so it's not oh, as comfortable. Not, not as comfortable. Because I, I remember reading uh-huh. a book about Sidney Poitier. That's, he slept in bathrooms, you know, just so he could make the audition so he could be close enough. And, you yeah. know, and, and, it's, and when you're older, it's just hard to, hard to rough it out, hard to tough things out. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 key because it's funny. Like I was speaking to a lady, uh, she's a photographer. She just like hit her stride. Like she's getting the money, you know, everything's flowing for her. And she was telling me, I think she was like 40. She was like, um, I feel like it's too late. And then I shared with her, like, we always talk about Colonel Sanders uh, did uh, KFC at 70. I was like, so you good. <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it. You good. You in where you should be, you know. And and for anybody listening, like, don't don't get discouraged because of your age. Don't get well, discouraged listen, because when, of your age. When, it, here's the thing. When opportunity meets preparation, right. age is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Colonel Sanders at 70, you know, he had already broken through the 10,000 hour rule. Right. So when the opportunity came, he was ready. He just the opportunity didn't come till 70. Do you think these what would have happened if he had stopped you... at 50? Because right. of frustration with delay. He would have never, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know KFC today. So right. you're absolutely right. I think it's it's critical that if you're if you're in pursuit of something, that you maintain pursuit of it so that when opportunity meets your preparation, great things can happen. Right. Uh and, and I yeah, I completely, completely agree. You talk about the photographer, you know, yeah. you're probably talking about someone who put time in right. doing photography yeah. but just hadn't hit the right opportunity. Yeah. But when it showed yeah. up. Yes. She had already mastered picture taking. Yep. You know, so yep. absolutely, you know. Right. I'm, I'm, I, that's I'm, different than, oh, I think I'm going to go take a photography class at 63. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, right. you could still do it. Yeah. Definitely. You know, definitely. it's just different. It's a different yeah. conversation. Definitely. And, it, you know, it's so funny. We talk about school and it's like, you know, any school that you get now is like, I'm really into what I'm learning. You know, like when you're young, it's just I get the grade, let me get the certificate, let me graduate. You know, now it's like, let me really figure out what they're talking about. <laughs> like you, 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 you listen to things different. It's so funny. You listen to things differently. Like, I mean, any class, like you're just listening. Like, really, that's interesting. You know, like you're reading the textbook, like it's a book. Like, I'm interested in knowing this. You know, it's it's so funny with the you know age and when you get older. But I'm trying to read Richard's question, and I think I looked at it like a hundred times. I'm gonna need you to translate a little bit past it because sometimes you figure it out quicker than I do. <laughs> I want to read it out loud. <laughs> see if you do see you if you can kind of explain what he read. Or Kaneem, if you can read it as well. So I don't want to act like I'm Georgia Rich. That the if you face fits your <laughs> if not. I think you missed some out. key words or something that just I'm not I can't translate it. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. Uh as we discuss our journey as men, things we really No, like. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get Richard <laughs> to go ahead and retype that whole statement. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean there might be some good stuff in there, Richard, but you got to you got to say it like we can. Yeah, he sounds it, like bro. he's saying if you you know the if that you're facing in your life. Ah, right. Right. Okay. Know, these but days that's- if you Send that again, Rich, so we can so we can make sure we get yeah, the right answer. I, I, yeah. I'll, oh, if you if you're pulling that strings on that one. It's well, if it's not you're excluded. If your face fits it, goes well. If not, you're ex- 
<laughs> we, st- we still That's in the struggle bus on that you, you, went, you got further away from that one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you. Um, so what, 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 what do you guys think your strongest uh, um, your strongest experience in your journey so far in the manhood? What do you think you guys would like to hang your head on as a, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all have a lot of accomplishments right. and they don't have to be, you know, super personal between, you know, you and your spouse, but what, what do you think would be one of your greatest accomplishments in your journey to manhood? Um, I think for me, it's just uh, doing things scared and just stepping out and just doing it. Like I, you know, and if you want to point to, a specific um i probably had uh three moments that that really had a had an impact you know one when i was out when i was in college i was like feeling like real depressed or whatever um and someone was handing out flyers for the student union board you know i said you know what let me help you and i started handing out flyers just so i can speak to people <laughs> you know just just give me a, a, a end to, to be able to reach people like really step out because I had to, you know, watching successful people, I realized, you know, successful people speak out, you know, they, they know how to stand up, they know how to sell, you know, so I knew I had to get that. And I just, that was my way of, of breaking that fear um, behind the flyer. Here, how you doing? Make sure you come, you know, and I just, my, my ADism started coming out. Listen, got to check it out. Eight o'clock, got to be there. You know, like, just yeah. <laughs> give me an opportunity to kind of break out of my my. No, I was my just shop. about to say that. Yeah, yeah. I was just um, about to say that. Another, you know, another chance, opportunity was a, a job that I didn't have the qualifications for. Um, you know, after going through the interview, you know, you kind of like, you felt like it was just, oh, it was, and it was coming towards the end. And she had asked me, is there anything else you want to say? And I told her, I would be the greatest hire that you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> then you would not do just support you know like I just y'all you know, went out with a bang and I got the job um it was those kind of moments of stepping out and like I said one of the pivots with with going through divorce I had to reflect on myself but when I started going live you know just speaking just just speaking about my experiences how I was feeling kind of like motivating myself because you know when you're doing the live you're looking at yourself though you see comments and people there you're talking to yourself so that was like a huge thing for me just to to step out of my my own comfort and what I've learned from all of that is just doing it scared, you know, because trust me, some things and meetings I set up, I just don't want to, you know, I want to cancel right. I said, right after I set them up, like, oh, I should cancel this. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't do this. You know, like, like before you go live, I just had to kind of literally push my finger like, get it. Well, you're live now. Let's go. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's, it's honestly like if, and if anybody's struggling with that, you know, holler at me, but just doing it scared. You got to just, I, I know you doubt it. I know you doubt yourself because you go through that. You're like, man, ain't nobody going to listen to me. Ain't nobody want to hear me. You know, who am I? I am nobody, you know. And But you realize your story means a lot to people. Your story means a lot. So do it scared. I know, like, you don't want to, especially in the space when something needs to be done <laughs> and you don't want to raise your hand, but nobody's raising your hand. But you know it needs to be done. You need to go ahead and raise your hand. <laughs> Just go ahead and do it. Do it again. That's all. That's that's that's, that's me. Pass okay. Um, mine is the the spirit of the bounce back. The the recovery. You know, 
uh, I've, I've gone through some pretty challenging times in my mm-hmm. life. Um, but learning how to, to keep it moving, get up, bounce back, recover, right. uh, I think is, is one of my, personally, one of my greatest uh, attributes. Uh, understanding my value, you know, realizing that I do bring something to the table was, was a revelation for me. You know, uh, sometimes we find, you know, we, we always use this term, well, I don't come from much, you know, um, but it doesn't matter where you come from, right? The, when you wake up, like your mother tells you, you can do anything. Your parents tell you that you can do anything, but as it doesn't mean that you believe it, right? Um, learning, like I'll never forget, like my first, to, to your point, AD, you know, I, the, the first public speaking event I ever had that I recall that was significant in my life was uh, I was in like the fourth grade and I was on a speech team and I had to do this poem uh, by Carl Sandburg, Chicago. And I, and, and I had to do the poem in like two minutes and 30 seconds, like time, how long it takes you to, to present it. All of that mattered, you know, uh, your pronunciation, your, 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 uh, dictation, how you articulate your words, all of that stuff. And, and I was in a, I was in a speech contest and we had to go, we didn't do it at our school. We had to go to another school to do it. So there were several schools coming together and it was just me and my mother that went and, and, you know, she gave me the poem, you know, out of one of her books in her room. She said, let's do this one in Chicago by Carl Sandburg. Uh, and she said, whenever you feel nervous, when you get up there, because I practice, 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 but I was still nervous. She said, whenever you feel nervous, just look to the back of the room mm-hmm. and find me. Right. Right. And right. so I, you know, I started Chicago by Carl Sandburg, hog butcher for the world, tool maker, stacker of wheat, you know, and I, I felt the nervousness coming and I looked to the back of the room and I saw her and she just smiled. Right. right? And I didn't pause. I just, it just, it just gave me an energy to just keep pushing. Right. And when I was done, the applause, spoke volumes it 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 meant that what i did had value and it was the first lesson of of feeling value for myself uh and it was like the fourth grade uh and then i struggled with that throughout my life like i was like i because i'm i've been a short person my whole life so i was never the first one picked on a basketball team or anything like that i've been a fast runner all my life but i wasn't on the track team you know i was i was hood fast Right. <laughs> right. 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 I didn't run for the school track team, but you couldn't beat me in the neighborhood. You know, we, we had a better football team in the neighborhood than they had at the high school, that kind of thing. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Right. And and so but 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 again, like I had that value in the hood, but I never like had that value in the formal setting. Right. Right. So right. it was about understanding that value in the formal setting. And I remember learning how to ask for more money, learning how to ask for what I felt I was worth right. in interviews, as opposed to someone telling me what they're going to pay me. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. right. That right. was, I mean, like the first time I gave somebody else a number and they said, <laughs> okay, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I should have asked for more. <laughs> right. That's you know, the first thought. Like, oh, I should have yeah. asked for more. Yeah. For the number because, really because after that, every time I went for a job, yeah, I, I put that I, I put it out there. Right. And they were like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> right. 
you know, I mean, it, when, and so it, it does something. And so, yeah. so from that to, you know, preaching the gospel to, you know, being in my marriage and, and the father, all that, it just like you, you learn, I, I came to the, uh, to the realization, man, I, I, I bring something to the table. Right. You know, That's in spite true. of the mistakes that I've made in my life. Right. So right. Uh, recognizing that you have value in spite of the mistakes that you've made. Right. That's huge. And being able to bounce back from That's those good. mistakes. Recognizing the value. That's yeah. good. Recognize your value. Yes, sir. What about you, Panim? You, you threw the question out there. What about you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Mine, mine, mine was uh, more personal uh, okay. uh, as far as family numbers. I I think on my journey to manhood, I think the, when I first was conscious that I was a better man than my dad, mm-hmm. I think that's when I was, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm a better man than my dad. I, 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 I see it. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Other folks around me recognize it. I say, yeah, this feels pretty good. Yeah. I think I'm a bad. I think I'm gonna bask in this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy this moment. I'm enjoy this moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think that was it, man. Because I, I I just was like, you know, I'm, I and and it was all kind of like, you know, well, you don't know, but I just went down this mental checklist <laughs> in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm a better father. I'm better financially, and none of my family running after me like I just stole something. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't accomplish so many things in life. I got all these little, little, uh, yeah, I was like, I was just, just counting them down, man. <laughs> I was like, ooh, okay, well, it was nice. pretty good. Nice. nice. That's, I, I, that, 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 that's, that was my most, um, exciting moment on my journey. Gotcha. That's what I like to hang my hat on. Nice. Nice. Wow. All right, man. This was, this was a great conversation. I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. Make sure you share. We had a great conversation. Share, tag, tag another guy in this conversation so he can kind of listen and maybe share his com- share his journey and comments. Um, Richard put up some good stuff. He said, um, going from a temp to permanent, um, you know, and he, you know, he just, he had to, he had to put himself out there and he said he spoke in front of 700 people. He said he was calm on the outside but was shaking on the inside. Yes, that is that is a truth. <laughs> that seems to happen a lot. It's always yes, indeed. Appreciate you, Rollins, for coming through. Um, and and everyone, Mama Corey, appreciate your words of encouragement. Uh, Samantha, my lady, appreciate you being here. Uh, Lisa, uh, thank you guys always for being and rocking with us. Keita in the building. Kathy, feel like I'm doing the the romper room. thank you guys for being here and if you're in the background kind of watching um i appreciate you as well make sure you uh yes yes indeed richie said i'm an overcomer uh, a spirit of encouragement indeed indeed um and yes yes he was pastor was excellent last night yes indeed yes indeed bless you Um, man and we we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow thursday uh, make sure you join our text community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. And do not miss a broadcast. As always, know that we love you. God loves you more. Appreciate you, Lisa. This is a great conversation. Um, my podcast people appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you share it. 
rate and review, all that. And then some YouTube, like I said, again, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button, help them algorithm so they see us more. All right. So we look forward to seeing you in the AM. Continue right. to be safe. Make good choices. And we'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. Let's do this. Peace. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. Hang Hang in. In. Being Make sure you're sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background.